All right, welcome back to the Tank Me Later podcast. This is episode 33. As you can see, I'm joined by some some cool guests. At least one of them is pretty cool. I'll let you guys kind of decide which one's the cool one. But we're just going to make some bets here with Dr. A, and let's go ahead and get into it. This is our first live episode. Haven't ever done one or haven't, I have done live episodes. We haven't done one with this podcast that's live, but we're going to be here making some bets right here for the season uh, here with Doc and then our good friend Glass, who actually introduced me to Doc, got me uh, connected with Fantasy Hoops. So it's kind of cool that he's here to express his knowledge that he has on, on fantasy basketball. That's what he's here for. We brought him in for that. Yes, sir. Um, but Doc... I know you used to do these bets with Matt Straub, the great Matt Straub. Can you tell me a little bit about how that got started or some of the other ones that you've made with him that may have been kind of more famous uh, in the Roto World community? Um, well, let me tweet this out so we can get some viewers here. David Dr. Incott is happening right now. Um, Straub and I worked together at NBC uh, for about 12 to 15 years. He came up with the name Round Ball Stew for a column that we wrote in the Roto World Draft Guide back in the day. And then you saw a couple of those covers at Johnny B's today when we take, took a look at the Dr. A Hall of Fame. Um, so the Round Ball Stew started out as a column and then we turned that into our podcast name. And then it all came crumbling down a year ago. Um, and we never really did anything. We never got together and did a live podcast, even though we were both in the state of Georgia together. So this is kind of cool um, that we're actually doing something that Strap and I talked about for a long time and never got done. Yeah. And I guess just honestly, I wasn't really listening to Round Ball Stew when you guys were doing a lot of these. What are some of the ones that you guys kind of made bets on for jerseys? So what jersey bets did we get? So yeah. the jersey thing... You know, dude, I, my memory is so bad, but I, I think it started with Luka Doncic's free throw shooting because it's so bad. And I think his rookie year uh, or sophomore year in the NBA, Straub was like, you know, he's not going to shoot over 75%. And I'm like, oh, I think he will. And I'm like, in fact, I'll bet you a Luka jersey on it. And he's like, done. So that was sort of the first jersey bet was the, it was Luka related. And then I had a jersey bet with Jared that I lost. I had to send him a John Morant jersey. Um, I lost the bet. I lost a Luca bet to Strap. I had to send him a. I don't remember who he wanted. Uh, and then I have a Michael Porter Jr. jersey that I won when Luca eclipsed seventy five percent a different year or something. But anyway, the jersey bet has been a long-standing tradition yeah and when i was tweeting that out when i was tweeting out um the link to this podcast i was totally not paying attention to you and didn't hear you ask me <laughs> for the history of the jersey i thought yeah. you were going history of mean strout that's why uh my wife gets so frustrated at me because i cannot do two things at one time well, ever we got the answer to both so 
that's that's what matters. But and then this dude is Chris Kennedy. Uh, he he and I are both living in the town of Delonica, Georgia, right now. We're both from Indiana. Yep. He went to Indiana University, Bloomington. I kind of grew up in Bloomington. Um, and now we're down here. We've been hanging. We we got into a fantasy football league together a long time ago. We used to play some basketball, actual real basketball before I was fat and old. I would actually go out and play real mm-hmm. basketball. But now questionable. questionable. Now <laughs> these two go out ball together, and that's how yeah. that's how Noah and I got hooked up. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so for this one, we're gonna go through and instead of making one bet and then getting a jersey from that. We're going to go through and make five, and whoever wins more of them is going to end up with the jersey. I don't know what jersey I would even choose at this point, but uh, we're going to go through assists, points, blocks, nine cap value, and just a better team record. Weren't allowed to choose uh, who was the leader in that last season, uh, but Doc made his picks, then I made mine. We're actually going to start this one with assists per game, and I'm going to bring in for this part a good friend of Doc's named Brian. Doc, why don't you tell me as I'm adding him in a little bit about Brian? Well, Brian is uh, Brian Rosenworcel. And uh, Brian sent me an email in 2010, 2009. And he was like, I can't believe you used the REM song West of the Fields as the title of your daily dose. He's like, that's so cool. That's my favorite RM song. Side note, I met Stephen Malcolmus one time and he was wearing a Stephen Malcolmus t-shirt. Had I known that I could have talked to him about cool basketball players, we could have probably had a better conversation or something. And so I, I read the, I read this email and I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. This guy knows music. And then I looked at the name and I was like, Rosenworcel. I, I've heard that name before. I know, I know who this is. So of course I Google him and immediately fire back an email at him. I'm like, are you the drummer for Guster? And he's like, yes. I was like, oh my God, my wife loves your, you are her favorite band. And I saw you guys in 2000, yada, yada, yada. So I started fanboying out on him. He's fanboying out on me kind of. And he's like, we're recording in Nashville. Let's, let's watch Hoops. I told my wife, I'm like, we're getting in the car. We're going to Nashville. We're going to watch uh, basketball with Guster. And so we did that. And Brian and I have been pretty pretty good buddies ever since, I would say. He may have a totally different take on this also. <laughs> yeah, do you have anything to add? Hey, guys. Um, thanks for having me. Does my microphone work? It sounds great. Yeah, wonderful. That's good. That's progress. Um <laughs> Uh, I just heard our origin story told back to me, Steve, by you. Um, yeah, I uh, we were. Uh, I was definitely fanboying out. I've been reading. Uh, I've been reading Doctor A's daily doses for years. Finally reached out, and um, yeah, we've been friends ever since. Like if if there's oh if there's someone you need to like write to at like two in the morning and be like, should I drop? I don't know, whoever. He'll write you back and tell you whether to drop that person. Um, my favorite, I think my favorite Brian story is, well, there's, there's several, but one of them was I get a phone call from Brian, which rarely happens. And I'm like, hello. And he's like, dude, what are you doing right now? And I was like, nothing like coming to the show tonight. He's like, I'm on a bicycle and it's broken. And there's a 
freaking hurricane coming in. He's like, can you come get me? I'm like, where are you? And he was at a mall somewhere off of 400. So I got in the car and went down there and saved uh, the drummer for Guster from getting swept away by a hurricane. <laughs> Therefore, they would have had to cancel the rest of the tour and it would have, it would have been, it would have been horrific. So I, I feel like I sort of saved the day that day. It's just, just another day on the road, Steve. Are we, uh, I, I hear that I've been called into this, to this meeting because you need a bongo player to weigh in on who to draft for assists. <laughs> yeah, we have now two bongo players with glass here as well nice, about nice. guys to uh, get assists from. But like I mentioned at the beginning, we're going to go through and make our picks for who's going to average more assists. This is, well, that's the first category we're going to talk about without choosing the leader from last season, which was James Harden. Uh, Doc, I have it here, but I'm sure you also remember it, who your pick was. Well, I'm not happy. I'm not happy about how this went down. I didn't take it seriously enough. Uh, I was going to reply to his text last night. I didn't do it. I'm laying in bed this morning. I was like, oh, man, I got to get these bets in so that people know what the deal is. And I didn't even I didn't even look. I didn't open it. I didn't look at anything. I just went straight off the top of my head. And for some reason, Trey Young came out of my mouth. You gave me the first pick. Why would I not take Tyrese Halliburton? I have no idea what I was doing. That was tough. Yeah. Yeah, I gave him the first pick for all of them, so I was pretty surprised that he didn't go with Halliburton there. But he went with Trey Young, who was one of three players to average over 10 assists per game last season. So it's not a bad bet. But I went with Tyrese Halliburton after I was surprised to find him still on the board. Uh, should be a good chance that it's one of those two. I'd be pretty surprised if it wasn't because they're the two of three players to average 10 assists per game last year. Brian, what do you think of our picks? Do you think either of us are right? Do you think that uh, one of us has the advantage here? So year after year, I always punt assists. So <laughs> thank you for bringing me into this conversation. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think um, the two guys you identified, everyone's just writing off James Harden as he's not going to put up numbers this year. He's on his way, on his way out. Um, but you never know where he's going to land. When he plays, he puts up crazy assist numbers. So it's worth considering. Um Obviously, Halliburton's like the most exciting player right now because he's like a top five guy and he's younger. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to get Jokic in the, with the first pick in the draft and you can grab Trey Young at the at the snake flop, whatever you call it, you're pretty much going to lock down the assists category. So that's one way to look at it. I know these are like Indiana and Atlanta. They're like your two favorite teams, Steve. So this must be hard for you. Well, I don't. I didn't even think about what team they were on. I'm, I, people ask me all the time, like, so what? What teams do you write about? I'm like, I don't write about teams. I write about players. I care about players, so I don't really care who they play for. Although I am a super, uh, super excited about the Indiana Pacers this year. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be fun. I, if I was doing it over again, I would have taken Ty Halliburton without even thinking about it. I don't know why Trey just popped into my head, but. Uh, there you go. I took, uh, I got some tray. Um, we'll see if it costs me a jersey or not. It might. Jerseys aren't cheap, man. They're like 35, 40 bucks now. Well, it's just, just one point maybe, but still, still could happen. But Glass, do you have anything to weigh in on? Is Luca not like in this conversation? Does he not average that many? It feels like he does. I, 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 
I just want to say that Luca would factor in, except he has no one on his team to pass to. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he, he has a bunch of guys and Kyrie Irving. Yes. Grant, Grant Williams <laughs> is the third member of their big three in Dallas. So. <laughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. That'll, that'll tell you that. But um, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's a, the first part of our bet. Is there anybody else, Doc, that you could have think of now? I know we've mentioned a few guys. Actually, Brian, I know you, uh, when we emailed about it, you had mentioned another player that could be in that conversation more as a dark horse candidate. Oh yeah. I mean, Sabonis is uh, a solid assist guy. I think he was like finished in the top 15 or 20 at the center position. And anytime you can get a center who's going to give you assists, you you're likely to win the category if you're well-rounded otherwise. So something to be aware of when you're picking out Jokic or, or Sabonis. Definitely. Is there any uh, chance? That yeah, but the, the problem with Sabonis is he doesn't get any blocks, steals, or threes. So he does get assists. Um, so, I mean, you're really kind of picking your poison there. If you're, Yeah, I, I actually I, – um, I punt blocks, steals, and threes <laughs> every year. So, the, so Along some, with assists. So five, five categories, <laughs> yeah. you got a good right there. Sabonis at 10 sounds pretty good in that scenario. Um, no, but I, Sabonis is going around 10, 11, or 12 in the drafts I've seen. Um, that's probably where he belongs. I'm not really targeting him there. I did almost pull off something cool yesterday in, in an ESPN draft I did with the guys at ESPN. Uh, I have this weird obsession with trying to get – SGA, Wimby, Chet, Giddy, and Jalen Williams all on the same team. And I had the eighth pick in the CSPN draft yesterday. SGA went seventh. So I had to pivot and I took Anthony Edwards, which was kind of a bold move, I think. But I feel like he's going to take over the league this year. And then my next four picks were Wimby, Chet, Giddy, and Jalen. I was one pick away. From pulling it off. See, that's a classic Steve draft where it's like, ooh, look at me. You're like calling attention to yourself in every round. You're like doing something that's a reach, something that's unpredictable. So everyone talks about you. Wemby at number 13 is too early. He's going to be hurt. Um, Chet, um, I mean, I love it. I would, uh, I would want that team because it's really exciting. Um, but I see how your ego is playing into your draft strategy. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't even care if my teams are good or not. I just want to, I just want to like make, I just want to create chaos and drama on draft day. That's my whole thing. <laughs> the whole draft strategy is that's to not draft a good team. That's a bold strategy, <laughs> Cotton. Don't, don't add that one to, uh, to the draft advice column, but. Another one that I was actually thinking about because you could add in at the end uh, getting the two other Thunder guys, but I was going to see about maybe trying this one time more for fun is starting from one, going Jokic, then going Wemby and Chet on the flip and starting off with those three, but getting the, the four Thunder guys and Wemby is fun too. But starting off your draft with Jokic, Wemby, Chet, I think is fun, but also <laughs> could be a pretty good strategy actually. Well, and that, that's the thing in that center league. I got Chet, Wemby, I've got uh... – a Kongwu. I've got another. Oh, I've got Jared Jackson Jr. on. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a bazillion blocks in that league. Uh, I may not have any assists or steals or anything else, but I got blocks. 
So we're talking like like people do snake drafts, but um, isn't it the case that only old people like us do snake drafts, and the young people do some sort of newfangled version of a what's it called? I think an auction draft. That I know. I did an auction draft last night, and it was really fun. But Steve, what's the thing called? It's like a. Is it where you where you skip where it re racks like the if you pick first then you pick first again and or are you talking about like where you skip skip around coming back or what's there, it called the, what, what are you talking was, about we talked about it last time we potted it was something that like everyone's into right now oh best ball best ball what is that well it's funny you should ask because underdog is a big sponsor of my rotowire podcast and i'm becoming good buddies with with underdog and they are uh, encouraging me to play some best ball leagues and i'm going to do it basically it takes all the all the come on in zach takes all the uh managing time out of fantasy hoops so and there's usually money involved it sounds like so um you draft a team of 15 guys and that's your roster for the whole year there's no pickups there's no drops there's no trades. If the guys get injured, they're injured. Um, and then the computer decides for you at the end of each week what your best lineup was and plays your optimal lineup. It sounds like I just um, set you up for a scripted uh, endorsement from underdog or whatever. But honestly, I was just genuinely asking a question. He's been practicing that for the past 30 minutes. I've been working on that for weeks. <laughs> Um, but no, it is it is interesting because uh, Cam and I are going to be playing a lot of a lot of best ball, and uh, yeah, and it's funny because the very first podcast Cam and I did together on Rotowire, um, he starts ranting about best ball leagues. He's like, "What is this best ball crap? Like, I don't want to play some stupid game where I don't even set a lineup, and like, what's the point of this?" And I'm like. All right, uh, I need to read this ad. And I was like, at Underdog, best ball leagues are the <laughs> – <laughs> I didn't know that the, the ad I was going to read was for best ball. And Kamala didn't know the ad we were reading was for best ball. And it just uh, – we got, we got an email uh, after that. Like, hey, guys, uh, we're all working together here. <laughs> so it almost looked like it was – it was intentionally a sabotage job by us, but it, it wasn't, it was just fluky, but I, I am going to try some best ball. It is hot. It is, it right. is all the rage. And that's, that's the story we're going with that. It was not intentional. You guys were not dragging underdog and best ball. That's the story we're going. Well, with. and then on my way afterwards, I was like, well, maybe us trolling and dragging best ball through the mud right before we did the ad. Maybe that made people more interested to go find out what it was. You know, I don't know. Uh, who else is a big going to be a big assist guy this year? Josh Giddy's going to get a lot of triple doubles, I think. But I, I don't think he can lead the league in assists. No, I don't think. I mean, Jokic would have to have a little bit of a boost to be in the conversation, but he's probably pretty close as well. Like, what are the odds on DraftKings that Ty Halliburton is going to win the assist race this year? We live in Georgia and South Carolina. Those are two states that don't. Yeah, I don't well, we should find someone. To, we should find someone to put a hundred dollars on that for us because I think Ty Halbert is going to win. Yeah, they're probably like minus hundred odds at this point. But 
It's probably like 150. It's probably also plus odds, and I'm just exaggerating a little bit. But Well, Brian, do you remember when you uh, spent a weekend in Dahlonega and we, we saw waterfalls and we played basketball over at the park and rec? Yes, I had an unforgettable weekend in Dahlonega, Georgia. Well, these two dudes spend every morning in that gym playing basketball. That's that's how they know each other. That's how we all kind of met and know each other. And, I, uh, I think it's important to play actual basketball when you're in a fantasy league because, you know, you become more aware of, like, your own statistics. It's like, I've got three steals go. this game. I would be like a second round pick with my defensive stats alone. And then you can feel good about yourself when really you're just an old dude who sucks. Yes. <laughs> First time you spoke up on that one. Yeah, as as you the old, old person dude. thing. I got that one. Hey. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, Brian, this is fun, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Appreciate yes, I'm, I'm happy to um, enlighten everyone with my take on um, assist leaders. And, uh, and please have me back on your podcast, Noah. Absolutely. We'll definitely have to figure out some more times to do this. Maybe next time we'll talk about a category that you don't punt. Yeah, I punt them all. <laughs> there you go. Punting wins. All right, Brian. Thank See you, brother. Have a See you guys. Run. All right. That was our conversation on assists. And obviously, per usual, I always get off topic when I'm doing podcasts. So it's no surprise that we're doing that here. Um, uh, it's... I, Talking about basketball, talking about assist numbers is boring. I want to talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, rescuing, rescuing a guy out of a thunderstorm on a broken bicycle. That sounds, that sounds funner. That is it really does. It was interesting. Yeah, I like that. that but funny. it did result in me being able to park like right by the tour bus and right behind the stage at <laughs> Verizon. Right to work. And then I had to go eat, then I had to go eat with the band yes, and I'm standing on stage for Damn. sound check. Like it was, it turned out to be a pretty That's awesome a better story. It's yeah. pretty, yeah. it's pretty sweet like day. That is more fun than assist. Zach, are you gonna come over here and join us or are you gonna chill over there? Yeah. Are you awake yet? Do we need him? It would be great to have. A, okay, a come on, yes. come on there's, in. There's a pack and play behind us if you need to get into that. <laughs> a pack and play. Right. Well, <laughs> you want to yeah slide over here that way it's not sitting directly behind back. We'll move into our next category uh, that we're betting on, which is points. Doc, who did you pick? So last year it was Joel Embiid that led the league in scoring, but you had a little bit more of a bold pick for who's leading the league in scoring this year. Uh, well, I, all I have on my brain right now is Anthony Edwards, and I don't think that's who I picked. I went with Jordan Poole. <laughs> Dude, I should not have been doing this. I was asleep. Oh, I was asleep. I know nothing, and I know he's not going to win the scoring title. Would you like to bet a jersey on that? I, I think I, I would. <laughs> I don't that's really know what a jersey is. But yes. Well, if you had to guess what it is. He doesn't know what a jersey is. If you had to guess what a jersey is. It's some sort of a jersey. Is it a medium jersey? I mean, what are we shinning? It's a player's jersey information and artwork on a t-shirt. Oh, sweet. It's a jersey. I see it. I, I see the, the whole thing going. Yeah. yeah. So instead of getting the $120 jersey, it's... Yes. Like $35. Yeah, $35 like shirt. Said, I was thinking What's $35. Where are you shopping? Like Costco or something to buy that jersey? Yes, that these are jerseys. Jersey. Yeah, all see. of them are directed from Costco. It's good. Yes, that, nice. nice. Costco. And and Jordan Poole oh. now plays 
for the Washington Wizards. And he's so, out there on an island by himself. Yeah, so was Bradley Beal. So. He's going to shoot, and he's going to shoot. Bradley Beal averaged 30 twice. And he's yeah. going to shoot. Yeah, I'm going to bet you he, he'll be he, below 30. Did, didn't he have 24 points a game? Didn't he have 39? That's, that's the line. He's 24? 24.7. Oh, yeah. Line on well, so he'll be in the top 10, so he's not going to lead the league. Did he not have 39 points at halftime the other day? He had 41 in, the, in three in quarters. Pre-game? Pre-season. Pre whatever. You know what I mean. <clears throat> Zach, what do you think? Does Jordan Poole have a chance to average 30 a game? He, he does, if he can keep the, the extracurriculars kind of down, you know, the mm. off-the-court stuff. You know, if he's not always – down flirting with the baddies court side, sure he can. But <laughs> until you know, I mean, kind of like Luca here. Yeah, that's who I went with. Luca again, let Doc pick all of them first, so he made his bold picks, and then I kind of took whoever was number two last year because he didn't really pick many of those. But Luca, like we talked about earlier, probably doesn't have many teammates to pass to, so he's gonna have to shoot all the time. Uh, Kyrie is already dealing with a calf groin, groin injury. Luca's the calf injury. Luca's the calf injury. So I guess as long as he's healthy, then. Uh, that that pick feels pretty good, but Jordan Poole is uh, that's Zach Hanchu's pick as well. I know we're going to talk to him later, and I'm sure. He'll oh, really? Be, yeah. Well, I feel better. Somebody who knows what they're talking about <laughs> actually agrees with me. Um, what? How many points a game do you think Jordan Poole's going to score? Twenty four. I said twenty four point two. <laughs> wow. Just just taking the. Under. I have no idea. I would almost. I bet you. I, I bet you. I'm close. I would almost put my house on the over. 24 points per game. Okay, I bet he's not in the top five at the end of the year. Scherzi? Oh, wow. Straight. Wow. So yep. we're getting a, a second Scherzi bet. Didn't expect yes. you there. Yes. It's on tape. I've got I've got credit Live. cards. I'm all right. <laughs> cool. So we have the over of 24.2. I, I, I'll, I'll keep the point two. Is, is that uh, all right? You can leave the point two. Thank you. Thank you. So You'll never remember it. If it's no, exactly 24.2. No, is it just a it's just a push. No big deal. Then we can push it to next year. Okay. Yes. Zach, are you taking the over on 24.2? Ooh. Uh, no. Under 24.2. Do you think uh, Kyle Kuzma ends up averaging more? Do you think more than Jordan Poole? More, Jordan, more than Jordan Poole? Man. No. Uh-uh. No. It might just stink. Well, yeah, I, I think it'll be that, that good. I really don't. No, Washington will probably end up being a, a lottery team. The locker room almost have to be really, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jordan is um, gonna have a pretty free green light to shoot basically every play if he wants. He to. Just, as long as he didn't get punched again, he'll be fine. Dude, he's just go gun oh, the whole time, I'm sure. But 24. Then he already seems to not like him. Then he's yeah, gonna be over there, for like, oh, ball, 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 ball. <laughs> so bad. And Jordan's just gonna be like, ah. see ya. Um, who else has a chance to win the scoring title? I would think my boy Anthony Edwards. Yeah. I just feel like Anthony Edwards is getting ready to take over the entire. Yes, he is. NBA. No yeah. From the American, what, what was it? The Olympics? What did they just do? The FIBA World Cup. Yes. He took over there. It was yeah. one of them. It's either every yeah. two years or four years. Yeah. That's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Edwards is going to be, he's going to go off. This is year. he 21 now? Maybe. Maybe two. He, yeah, he's still really young. Yeah. So he's two. just getting into it. He's just getting into his prime. Points, rebounds, like he'll do everything, but I think definitely points. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should be top. I'd say top ten's a safe bet for Ant. You think top ten in scoring? Oh yeah, I, I mean I think he's gonna be top five. Top five. Mm-hmm. More than Jordan Poole. Ooh, 
Well, <laughs> saucy. <laughs> I mean, if I had it to do over again and I made these picks when I was not asleep, I might have taken it. And Edwards, uh, I'm good with Pool, though. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are expecting Pool to be that guy this year. Like, just just a one-man show. Like, he, he could have one of those 80-point games, 70-point games. <laughs> We saw we saw what's his face do it a couple of years ago. The kid in a uh, Phoenix, Devin Booker, Booker, and then Dame did it uh, to was that last season? I would not be yeah, shocked. And, and if, Donovan Mitchell last season, yeah. right? Cleveland. Those are both last season. Yeah. yeah. And you know Jordan Poole thinks he's a better shooter than he is, so he's not going to be scared to take. So we've got a jersey on Jordan Poole not having a seventy point game this season. Ooh, man, you're getting light in the loafers there. Come on. <laughs> Don't be pushing it early. You got a lot of statistics to go. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that. I mean, how many jerseys can one man afford to lose? Uh, with your allowance, probably not that many. I, and my wife's in Florida. That's the only reason Ooh, we're allowed to do this. Right I was now. wondering where she was at. Everybody's in Florida except Soren. We'll have to bring Soren in to get his thoughts. Hey, Soren. Real quiet. Um, <laughs> he got a new Spider-Man game or something oh, just yeah. came out today. And yeah. he's, is he wearing his Spider-Man pajamas too? Of, no, he does yeah. not have the pajamas on. But no? Not yet. He's playing some Spider-Man, but nice. he has a lot of NBA thoughts as yeah. well. He knows. Good. He knows because he's real good in our fantasy football league. About as good as his dad. Yeah. Oh, you guys are at the bottom, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. Who's at the top of that fantasy football league? I don't know. Maybe I'm close. Are you in that one as well, Zach? Yeah. Who has the best record? Uh, not me. Oh, Another right. dude named Hump. Oh. <laughs> it is his name. What's uh what's your record in that fantasy team? What's uh five and one. And what's your roster looking like? Uh medium. Uh, like a bunch of players? waiver wire. Uh just lucky. Uh no. I don't really even know who my team is. <laughs> you just know you're five and one. Well, I'm in too many leagues to pay attention to one, so I don't really pay attention to any of them. That's fair. Well, I lost Chubb and I lost Connor and Lost Aaron Rodgers. Oh wow! Yeah, Peyton kept sacking me. <laughs> or, or Peyton, they kept sacking me. There's a Tom Brady thing out there where he cries and about Peyton. Oh, I did see that. About Peyton and the Colts, and yes. that's what I sounded like right there. I was like crying, crying like Tom Brady. But it's yeah. it's a hilarious uh, gift, I guess. Mean something. Yeah, mean. Uh, yeah. Zach, what's uh, your record in that league? Uh, I'm near the bottom, I believe. Well, no, I'm thinking I'm two and four. No, yeah, two and four, four three and four. One of the two. Can't remember. Only one winning record in here. In uh, that, yeah, that league's been a little rough. That league's just been a little rough. Check right here, and then what happens? I had a horrible draft. Oh, totally fell apart. You both got a lot of excuses of why. I choked at the finish line. I, I mean, we were all there together doing the same thing. I had a great draft. It's a front office problem. Oh, oh I geez. left early. That's right. <laughs> I always leave early at the end of the draft and make you pick my players. And you didn't know none of those are still on my team, if you've noticed. But thank you anyway. Go ahead. Let's see the next one. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll move on to the next one uh, because I think it's probably a little bit more fun. Actually, Zach, did you have any thoughts about Luca? Do you think Luca has a really good chance of leading the league in scoring? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Over pool. I mean, Luca gets the benefit of the doubt yeah. until he proves me or shows otherwise. So, yeah, yeah. we we uh, made sure that we weren't picking whoever was the leader last season. So, Joel Embiid last year, that's why we weren't allowed to pick him. So, 
gave a doc first pick and he went with Jordan Poole. So I did not, I wouldn't have guessed he would have said that. that is yeah. Kind of, kind of an 0 for 2 start for him going with Trey. And like, he let you pick Luca. I mean, that's, yeah. I for, and that's his boy. That's why. That's the weirdest part of my That is his boy. A lot of, a lot of the picks that I went with were, uh, kind of who I expected Doc to take. Nice. Not, uh, yeah. Make him take another stance. Yeah. Uh, Soren has thoughts. Soren has thoughts. Soren, who uh, is averaging is, more? This points? is my child. He's now almost taller than I am. Yeah. Go ahead. Who's averaging more points per game this year, Jordan Poole or Luka Doncic? Luka. Luka. Yes. And who's averaging more assists, Trey Young or Tyrese Halliburton? Halliburton. Yikes. Doc, that's over for two for you. I know. <laughs> I know. And who do you think is going to lead the league in scoring, Soren? Indeed. Indeed. Who would be second? Because he won last year, so we weren't allowed to pick him. Dame. Dame. That's a good one, too. I, I think he's still going to score a lot, even with uh, sharing the ball with Giannis. So, yeah. yeah. I don't like that. I like, I like, I like my Jordan Poole Jordan pick Poole just fine. <laughs> you going to bet a jersey on it with him? Oh, he's throwing him out. Ah, let him ride. How what many points per game is Jordan Poole going to score? Do you know where he, where he's playing? Yeah. yeah, I had to think about it for a second too. I yeah. knew it was somewhere, but you knew it was going to be twenty-four point two. I did call that. Yeah. Do you think he's going to score more than twenty-four point two points per game? No. Ah, what's up, son? Let's go, boys. Like it. Yes. Oh, yes. all right. Tough room. We'll go to the next one. Maybe you'll get one here, Doc. Maybe. Maybe. One here, no, I don't, no, think, I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> best regular season record. We weren't allowed to choose Milwaukee because they had the best record last season. Doc, you took Boston. Well, yeah, not last season, but for this today, season, you said I actually did that with a clear head. I, I think because that was the last one you asked. Yeah. By the time I got to the fifth question, I was starting to wake up, starting to, the fog was lifting, <laughs> and I was able to think clearly and and go with Boston because. My thing is, you take Drew Holiday away from the Bucks and add him to Boston. That makes Boston better than the Bucks. And you've got Chris Stapps Porzingis, who doesn't have to be an alpha dog now. He's going to be like the number three or four guy. Uh, takes a lot of pressure off of him to be out there every night. He can he can crash the boards, or he can go float around the three point line, do do his thing out there. But I think. One through six, I just think Boston's got an incredible team. They don't have a lot of depth, um, so I don't know uh, what's going to happen, you know, in the playoffs or the finals, but I think they're going to be the best team in the East in regular season. Yeah, I think this was the first pick that you made that I was like, oh, dang, that's actually who I would have taken. <laughs> so, <laughs> the rest of them I ended up with the guys that I thought you would have picked. Actually, I wasn't surprised when uh, we get to blocks with your pick there, but – Boston's definitely going to be, if not the best record, one of the best records. But I went with Phoenix because that's who was left over with Boston and uh, Milwaukee gone. I guess I could have went with Denver, but I wanted to have a little bit of fun. Maybe give Doc one here. So I went with Phoenix. Who uh, You're giving me charity at this point? <laughs> You're already considering uh, this deal book, Katie, this thing and, over? Well, it, some more depth. I mean, it's, you've clearly already won the jersey. So <laughs> what, what, what player are we, are we doing? And you can decide that. I think I have six months to decide. You do. You can decide it. That's one of the jersey bet rules is you don't have to declare. Because okay. at first we, we declared what jersey you were getting like early. But then by the end of the season, we all wanted different players. So 
you can you can make that decision uh, at the, at the last second as I'm on Amazon placing my order. Whoever uh, really helps me out this year, I'll probably just roll with. But I'll let you know. Probably a young guy, but we'll see. Maybe maybe it'll be different. Maybe Jordan Poole will uh, have a couple seventy point games, and and then we'll be good to go. But what do you think about my Phoenix pick? Um, it, it's logical. Yeah, I think it makes sense. <laughs> uh, I Brad Beal is so. Uh, he's come up a lot today in yeah. conversations and he's a big part of what they're going to do in Phoenix. You got Booker, you got KD. Um, Aiton is gone. Now you got Yusuf Nurkic in there. I don't know that I love anything about that. And I, I, I'm friends with, well, one of my good friends, Eric Seitz, uh, lives in Phoenix, goes to, goes to every single Phoenix Suns playoff game. He's always got, always sending me notes and videos and Text that oh I'm at the I'm at the playoff game man this is awesome We're, we got to win and then if they don't he's all sad for three days but um he he and every other Phoenix fan I feel like ran DeAndre Aiden out of there mm-hmm. and he's not as good as he was supposed to be he doesn't crash the boards he's not physical enough he's not living up to the hype like they they hate him but now that he's gone and they're gonna have Nurkic out there on one leg and some other smattering of backups, I could see a year from now people in Phoenix being like, eh, Aiden, Aiden wasn't so bad. And I also think Aiden's going to have a chip on his shoulder in Portland because of people talking smack about him like, like I just did. And he's going to want to try to come out and dominate in Portland. So, uh, But Portland is not going to be in this discussion. No. Phoenix is only because they have Kevin Durant and Booker and Beal. Yeah, on paper, the Sun should be one of the best teams in the league. We'll see if they're able to stay healthy. That always seems to be a big question mark when it comes to Kevin Durant. Bradley Beal has been kind of injured the past few seasons. Soren, what do you think? you think uh, the Suns have a chance to have one of the best records in the league, or do you think Boston's a better bet? Mm -hmm. Probably Boston. Yeah. Because Kevin Durant and Nurkic down there, like Dad said. Yeah. Shoot, Nurkic had a preseason game last night, shot one for 11. Seven feet shot one for eleven. That's so. That's uh, that's not ideal. Glass, you in the same place saying Boston's gonna probably get this one. Well, the DraftKings says Boston's going to have the best Draft record. Yes. You just know DraftKings right here. Uh, or do you have to look it up? No, my wallet knows okay. it. <laughs> yes, my wallet knows it well. Um, and uh, Phoenix is number two, so they're both very good bets. Okay. For the gambling people, Milwaukee is tied with Phoenix for number three, but we couldn't use them. Interesting. So, yes, there's some knowledge. I would have Milwaukee probably one. Mm, Boston is by That's interesting. two or three games. It was Milwaukee, and then the Drew thing happened, and it flipped to Boston. Interesting that the Dame trade made it uh, 54.5 is what they're calling for Boston to have. Well, I mean, Milwaukee's also sketchy because we don't know – we didn't see Chris Middleton much last year at all. And Drew Holiday plays defense. Dame doesn't play defense. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big that's a big deal. Everybody likes to say, oh, they don't play defense in the NBA. That's why I like college. Uh, Wait, what do they do when they say that? Uh, you know, I like college ball, so I hate the NBA. Uh, but they, they don't play no defense up there. Um, especially down here in Georgia, man. Oh, yeah. People love to hate on the NBA. It's all it's Georgia football, it's NFL, it's NASCAR. NBA, get that off my get that off my television. Mm-hmm. Uh but 
they do play defense. And the good teams that win championships especially play defense. And they usually have one or two players on their team that are looked at as a defensive stopper kind of guy. And that was Drew. And now that's gone. Now Giannis is still a hell of a defensive player. But, I mean, it the guards are going to be able to penetrate so much more easily this year than they did last year without Drew there. Yeah. I think. Zach, any thoughts on uh, Boston or Phoenix? Yeah, I would say Boston as well, only because the East is yeah a little weaker than the West. But, you know, I'm not saying Boston's a better team. Just I think they'll have the better record. Yeah, that's actually because I was looking at it and I was saying, okay, can't pick the Bucks, can't pick the Celtics now. I need to go an Eastern Conference team because they'll probably have a better – having the best record because it's weaker. I just didn't have faith in uh, Philly or Miami or anything. So that's why I went with the Suns. But, yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty good about your Boston pick there. It's a good one. And he- hear me out on this too. Jason Tatum on DraftKings for MVP award is – Is he favored? No. But – if Boston's going to win the East, mm-hmm. which I think all five of us kind of said, yeah, they're going to win the East, then Jason Tatum has an excellent chance of being the MVP. And I, his odds, I don't have it pulled up. I, I don't remember what they are, but they're they're pretty good. And I, I think making a bet on Tatum to win MVP, if you're in a state where you're allowed to do that, um, uh, is a good idea. Yeah, no, I don't hate that as well. I might have to go up to uh, Cherokee to make sure that happens. That'd be nice. That's the uh, that's the closest option for us. But we'll move on to our next one, uh, which is blocks per game. Uh, Doc, you went with the fun pick yet again with this one and chose your uh, favorite second-round pick here. My favorite second son, Victor Wembanyama. Yes. <laughs> what makes you think that uh, Wemby is going to lead the league or – be among the league leaders, at least ahead of uh, Walker Kessler and Bucks. Uh, dude, I was asleep. I was like, he's 75, <laughs> he's 7'4, he's got an eight foot wingspan. All we've seen is highlights of him blocking shots from behind. He's going to block a ton of shots. Yes. Like, it, yeah. the whole thing with Wemby and Chet is can they stay healthy? Can they keep, you know, you know, this. Five foot ten, eighty-five pound kid has more body fat on his body than Wemby <laughs> has on his. Um, but their legs are about the same size; they're about this big around. Uh, I, I just hope they can stay healthy. But you know, if they do, Wemby's going to block a ton of shots. Walker Kessler is more of a textbook smart pick. We couldn't pick Jaron Jackson Jr. because right. he won it last year, or that would have been my pick. Uh, so yeah, I like. I like this should be this should be a good race. This is probably yeah. going to be the probably. deciding yeah. factor yeah. on who's like, getting a jersey. Yeah. yeah, it could be a big one because Kessler. I don't remember exactly what he averaged, but it was over two per game last year. He was second or third behind uh, Jaron Jackson, and maybe Nick Claxton was in that conversation as well. It feels like there's going to be a lot more guys that are in that conversation this year uh, between the guys we've mentioned, Chet Holmgren in there as well, uh, Mark Williams, Jalen Duran could be in the conversation Congo. I think there's going to be like 15 guys that have a chance to average two blocks per game this year. There's a bunch. Zach Collins. Did you just say him? I didn't even mention Zach Collins. We both love Zach Collins. Mark Williams. You probably, yeah, I, I was totally, I was totally zoned out. I don't, I don't even know what I was thinking about when you were, you started rattling off names and I was like, 
oh, Soren's not leaving. He's staying here. I'm like having all these conversations in my head. I guess dad just destroyed his stick legs. I wonder if he's mad at me right now. Um, I wonder how many people are going to watch this. I wonder if these guys are having fun. And then you're like, what do you think, doc? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, Mark Williams, uh, Zach Collins. Yeah. Don't apologize. I'm the, I'm the idiot, not you. No, you're good. But yeah, those are a few guys. Soren, what do you think? What be your Kessler here? In the 80s, when he was old, he led the leading blocks. It's true. And he looks like Boone Young. So I think he's a Soren cannot get away from Bull. He can't get away from Bull Bulls. Like, he well, loves Bull Bull. I, I know. Uh, who called him Minute the other day? Oh, Jonas. Oh. <laughs> Jonas on a podcast is like, uh, Minute Bull. And I was like, Jonas, that's funny. That shows me that you're about 30 years younger than I am. Yes. <laughs> Minute. Bobo would be in the conversation if he got minutes. I Soren loves get, him uh, some Bobo. Many minutes in Phoenix. Is he going to get cut by Phoenix? Maybe. Probably not. I hope he doesn't. He might stick around. I just can't imagine him playing many minutes. Zach, what do you think? Wemby or Kessler? Or do you think somebody else? I'll go with Kessler, but okay. solely because I just don't think his first year he's going to be able to sit on the court. You know, he, he, like, he looks like an alien out there, or kind of like Mr. Fantastic, the way it's like he's not even involved in a play, and then all of a sudden his arm comes out of nowhere into the play and just grabs the rock. Yeah. Um, but if he can say help, it probably wouldn't be. Yeah, I think it depends on how many minutes. Are they going to play on like 26, 28? Are they going to play on 32? That's probably a factor there as well. Glass, do you think Wemby or do you think Kessler? I was thinking Chet. Chet. Yes. He's, I mean, definitely. Because well, he's healthy. Well. And again, people like that, they're, they're smallish frame, regardless of how tall they are. Yeah. It feels like they'll be able to just get more blocks. I think Chet will be up there in the top three for sure. So I. Do I, you want in on this bet? No, nah, I'm already. One sure's <laughs> What's really enough? Good. I don't want to. Don't want to keep. Yeah. yeah I, I, I get how that is. The wrath right. of the wife coming after me. So, <laughs> no, thank you. One thing Jonas and I were talking about with Wimby is that even though he's super skinny, he's also mentally. Like he wants to play every game. Like he, and he's not starstruck and he's not like the spotlight being on him is not freaking him out. But his body's also very durable and very, he's like, like when you said plastic, man, it reminded me of it because it's almost like he's a rubber band where I'd feel like he's just flexible. And I'm not convinced he's going to get hurt. And the other part of this is, it's been well documented for 25 years that Greg Popovich hates fantasy basketball mm -hmm. and fantasy basketball managers. He's the godfather of load management. He ruined Kawhi Leonard for us. He um, sat Tim Duncan one night because he's old and wrote old DMP on the <laughs> DMP old on the on this card as to why he was sitting him out that resting him that night. So he always does these crazy things that make us mad. I could see him being like, oh, so everybody thinks I'm going to rest Wembenyama, you know, one game a week and not let him play. Watch this. I could see him running him out there and like trying to run him into the ground for an entire season just to just to do the opposite of what people think he's going to do. Or maybe he's going to rest him two nights a week instead of just one and really throw everybody Ooh. off. That would <laughs> that would be rough. That would stink. Maybe he's going to only play him 12 minutes per game. This year, yeah, that would be terrible. Ugh. Can you imagine a world? <laughs> that would, that would what be a horrible world! That would be terrible. We would yeah. have to live in if that if that was the case. Yeah. yeah, but 
uh, we mentioned shoot 10 players that have a chance to, uh, to be in on this race. I think we went down to these two should be a very tight one. I think among the ones we've had, like you said, this could end up being the closest one. Well, when Jordan Poole leads the league in scoring, that's true. Uh, he scores that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna stitch up the uh, it's gonna seal the deal on the on the jersey. Yes, it will. I can't wait. Yep. Point two. Well, uh, well, no, yeah. we are. Are we getting ready to wrap this up and bring Zach in? Is Zach yeah, ready uh, to go? I don't know. I told Zach he could get in a little earlier than. 215, but it's a little bit before 215, so I don't know when he'll just pop up. But he's there. not here yet, so he's we just yet, we so just need to keep... We're just going to keep talking. Um, we were going to shoot this historic Day with Dr. A episode at Johnny B's house of... Well, I like to call it Johnny Jonathan Bernard's house of chicken, nice. but it's, it's Johnny B's Beef and Brew, I think, is the actual name. I think it is. That's wild. <laughs> I don't I even know. Beef and Brew. In the, the articles that you have, that's what it said. But that was nice. old. I don't even know if Beef and Brew is still in the title or not. But Noah and I went over there. We kind of scouted out uh, our location because mm. normally we would – most of us would be at Johnny B's like right now if we weren't here doing this. Chris and I play – usually try to play a game of Golden Tea once a day yes. at 3 o'clock. And yeah. then – uh, we know everybody in the place, literally. Sadly, yes. every single person <laughs> in John B's, we all know on a yes. first name basis. Yes, and so it's just it's sort of like this home away from home vibe. And we were gonna do it there, but there were randos eating lunch, and like it would have just been weird. Yeah, and it we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been as comfortable as we are here. So you did get a picture though of the, I did. the Dr. A Hall of Fame. Maybe yeah. you can insert that into your I'll see if I can uh, add that you might be able to throw that up on the screen in yes. your editing. Yeah maybe that booth later. Two uh Roto World draft guide covers from 2009, 2010 and then three news articles or an editor's notes. I think you, did you write the editor's notes and, and shout it out? Johnny shout out some Johnny B's. And then the, the local paper did a story about my job. And nice. Yeah, Didn't what, you work at the papers? The only reason they did that? Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just so pretty cool. No, actually they did that before I worked there. I, I'm the king of uh, the king of the, I can't think of the word. The King Delano? <laughs> uh, the side hustle. I'm a side nice. hustle king. Nice. In addition to being king of Delanaga, I'm also a side hustle king. And one of my side hustles was working at the newspaper. Yes. Working at the golf course. Yes, for free golf. Driving some wine tours. A Chasta, by the way. Shout out to a Chasta. Yes. My friends at a Chasta Golf Club. It's a Nicholas designed golf course. Yes. Uh, they are a proud sponsor of Tank Me Later and Dr. A. Yes. Um, yeah, that's where Soren and I play golf. Yes, you do. And it is an awesome course. It's the only course in Delonica, but it's also one of the best courses in Georgia. If you are in Georgia and want to play golf, you should come up here. Hit me up. We'll go play. We'll go play golf in a chest. See Chipper Jones. Might see Chipper Jones out there. You might see. Uh, Jerome, Bettis. Jerome Bettis or Marcus Allen, who I've seen yes. out there. Yes. Uh, my, my good buddy Chase Elliott plays out there uh, every couple weeks. So, yeah, a Chasta. It rules. Yeah. Guys, I was actually wanting to do this. Uh, 
I know you ship internationally. Yes, I have. Can you? Uh, so it's, this is part of Fantasy Basketball International. There's people that watch it from, oh, from all, my, over all over the world. So the place. Nice. can you uh, explain a little bit about what you do and how, if anybody wants to purchase your uh, creations yes. internationally, how they could go about doing um, it? Well, you could always start off by hitting the webpage up at theglassblowingshop.com. Um, it's a family business. We have shops in um, New Hampshire, Indiana, two in Georgia. Uh, it's family. Uh, my grandfather did the glass menagerie for Tennessee Williams in the 40s. Um, I've been on the square in Dahlonega for over 25 years. Uh, Dahlonega has a festival this weekend called Gold Rush. It's a very nice festival with you know turkey legs and funnel cakes and all kinds if of stuff. If you're stuff. looking for a birdhouse made out of license plates. No, for real. You can find <laughs> it there this weekend, yes. You do wonder where some of these carny folk live, but they do show up for the festivals. If um, you're looking for a gourd yes. that's been hollowed out into a yeah. hummingbird feeder. Hummingbird feeder. Yes, I've uh, seen those. Gold it's, Rush is your place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just come by the glass blowing shop. We're always blowing glass there and do whatever we can to make everybody happy and everything good like that for sure. Dude, glass blowing is like a lost art, right? Like there uh, are not a lot of people no, blowing glass. When my kid gets done, they're not going to do this when they grow up. Uh, I'll keep going, but that'll probably be about it. After me, I, I, my nephew's 25, 26. He'll keep going, but that'll be about it probably for our family. But I go, I, I see him in his glass shop, I don't know, once a week. Yep. And whenever I'm just hanging around. When I'm bored and don't have anything else to do, I'll go in there and uh, create some chaos in the glass shop. But, uh, he will sit in there blowing glass and like making really cool stuff out of blown glass. And it's, it's pretty amazing. See, I don't think I've ever given you any compliment about anything <laughs> no. ever in your life, but no. your glass blowing is very impressive. I'm and okay. It's pretty cool. I'm not bad. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, uh, save me for a few Christmas gifts. I, I, I'm good at Christmas some, gifts. Yes. Some glass Christmas trees with yes. little ornaments on it. Like yeah. decorations. So. The barometer. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. For your dad. Yeah. Because he likes science. Yes. I do remember that. You made fun of me in my store and got embarrassed by your, yes. Embarrassed. Yes. Oh. Yes. In front of your parents. That was tough. No, they still bring it up. I no, it so sad. <laughs> <laughs> what else can he get at Gold Rush besides a, a, a fudge? Oh, no. I, I'm going to go buy some yard art. And my I, we have the uh, wind spinner thing that has a gentleman that spins. It looks like he's sawing a log. I get some of that while I'm there too. You're not selling that. That's what no, you want to no. buy. That's what I'm going to buy for my house. I've got a bunch of uh, yard art. If you need a, if you need a, a chainsaw carved, oh yes. animal of any kind, yes, it's there for your yard or your yes. front porch. It's at Gold Rush. Yes, it is. Um, seriously, they're bringing. There will be like 250 to 300 thousand people in our town, and there it ain't that big. It's. Ooh. It, uh, there's nowhere to park. The streets no. are like all the locals leave and, and yes. want nothing to do with, with Gold Rush. But it's pretty it's pretty fun. And there's some good like fair food. And, yeah. And uh, and it's just crazy how many people it's pack the streets. It's overwhelming, but it's all right. I'll pay all my bills on Monday for sure. Yes. Yeah. Big money maker for you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, but that was a lot of off-topic stuff. We'll uh, yes, just start we talking about basketball again. Oh. Sorry. Oh, is this a basketball podcast? Yeah, I guess kind of oh. a little bit. Boring. Uh, our last one, uh, just for more of a fantasy specialized one, 
who's going to lead the league at nine cap value. It's been Jokic for the past three seasons. Weren't allowed to pick Jokic. Uh, I went with Embiid and Doc went with Shea Gilders Alexander, who he's trying to pair with Wemby and Chet and Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams and, <laughs> and at least one draft this year. But what made you uh, go with SGA over Joel Embiid? Uh, you know, I've never really gotten over the injury situation with Joel Embiid. I have trust issues with Joel Embiid. Um, he was awesome last year. He's probably going to be awesome this year, especially if Harden's not out there, which he's not going to be. Um, but I just feel like SGA and Anthony Edwards are just on this elevator that's skyrocketing to the top of the league. And I just feel like he's, he's got so many fun teammates to throw the ball to now and do things with. Like, I just feel like SGA should be, should be in the running for it. It's tough to beat out guys who block shots. Um, which he does not. He I think he averaged a block per game. He was last a block year. last year. One of the best for guards. Yeah. So last year in nine cap value. And he was up there. He was he was a top five guy last year. So, and I love me some OKC. Like, dude, that's what we need to do. Right. Is well, we've been on a Sportstopia.io, which is my other website. That y'all should go check out. We we have my tiers up there uh, for small forwards, power forwards, centers, point guards, shooting guards. And we were talking yesterday. Was it Brian and I? Somebody and I were talking that uh, we need to set up tiers for who to watch on League Pass. Like tier one would be yeah. OKC, and for me, it'd be OKC in Indiana. And then like San Antonio, probably like tiers. Yeah, they'd be up there pretty high. And then tier 30 or tier seven, you know, down at the bottom, you'd have teams that you have absolutely no interest in watching play basketball, which who's your number 30 team to watch play basketball this season? Who are you least excited to watch play? Maybe the Raptors. Okay. It used to always be a stock answer, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, but now they have one B. Now they have Wendy. I mean, top five. I doubt I'm going to be spending a lot of time dialing into the Utah Jazz. That's what I was going to say. Jazz were going to be my team. What about Portland? That, that's got to be trash. They have Scoot, Anthony Simons. I think they have a couple of fun players. Yeah, Spe- specifically Scoot. Yeah. Well, I'm up till 1 a.m. anyway. So yes. I'll just be watching the games. Yes. Uh, the Bulls. I'm probably yeah. not going to watch the Bulls a I'm lot. Not watch the Bulls. They look exciting. Uh, they're young. They're young. Amen Thompson will be fun. Didn't what's his face just get something happen to him on Houston? Somebody got Kevin Porter yeah. Jr. got yes. uh, the domestic violence. Yes, so he's not going to play this year. But this year is that already? Determined? I don't think it's fully decided, but yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine yeah. that he's okay. uh, going to play this year. But more minutes for Amen Thompson to come in and yes, sir, and run the show a little bit. Is there anybody else that you're not watching? The, you're not going to watch the Rockets. I don't think so. I'll too busy watching. I'll be too busy watching Atlanta. One title. There we go. Wow. There Are we you go. saying title town? Are we just talking jerseys for all? I'm saying I think, we're so bad. I think <laughs> I think that's like five or ten jerseys if he gets that yes. one, right? I mean, that, for sure. You would deserve it. For jersey. Yes, sir. I for jersey, you there. there you go. Eastern Conference Finals rematch. Atlanta, Milwaukee. You know? Yeah. 
I'm sure he doesn't get hurt this time. Boston Atlanta is always fun in the playoffs. It no, is. it's not. The Hawks always lose. Yeah, they do. Why? <laughs> it goes back to 88 when Dominique and Larry Bird had that one-on-one showdown. Uh, I watched it at the Lake House in Bloomington on yes, our neighbor's TV with Casey. Yep. The shoot-off. Mm. Uh, nine cat value. Back to what your question yeah. was originally. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. But I like SGA. I'm good with that. Anybody else that you think could be considered? Um, let's see. Tyrese Halliburton was probably in that or kind of close to there last season. If Luca improves his free throws, he could be on that conversation. Anybody else you're thinking could be? Is Luca ever going to improve his free throws? Oh, you're it's the Luca guy. It's been six years. Don't tell me that. I still feel like he's going to improve his free throws. I'll probably be saying that 10 years from now when he's getting ready to retire. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, Luca, Luca should be right there. Uh, Jokic is going to be right there. Uh, SGA. Your MVP pick, Jason Tatum. Tatum is going to be right there. Um, Tyrese Halliburton is going to be right there. Who's the third? My third. Oh, Luca's the other guy. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I think, is going to flirt with it. He could. I think he is. Uh, he would have to improve his free throws and field goal percentage. He time. would. He would need to step up in quite a few, quite a few places to get all the way there. But he's he's gonna he's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think. There's okay. So here's my other hypothetical. While we're still waiting on Zach to come in here. We'll give him a hard time for being late, even though he's on time. But. Uh, <laughs> Luca is kind of going second or third in a lot of drafts, but his nine cap value isn't quite there because the free throws are turnovers. Where are you taking him? I'm assuming Jokic won. And then after that, how's the draft kind of going for you? Well, I've gotten Luca on two teams, and that is as many as I need, I think. I think I'm good. I think I've hit my Luca quota this year. Nice. What? I don't like is the fact he's already got this calf thing. He yeah. only played five minutes against it, Real Madrid. Yeah, against Real Madrid. Um, he's always sort of got a calf, knee, ankle thing going on. Yeah, he's always kind of banged up. He's he's not like he like when I talk about Victor Wembanyama being a rubber band. Like Luca's the opposite of that. Like he he bends and breaks. Um, well, on the, the spectrum of NBA players, he's probably towards the middle because he's not one of the healthiest, but he's certainly not in that same conversation as like a Anthony Davis or Zion. You know, correct. Uh, but I am worried about the missed games. I am worried about the fact that he has nobody to play with in Dallas. I don't know how Vegas has them at like 43 wins, 43 and a half, I think is their over-under. I don't see how that's happening. And they still have a top 10 protected pick just like they had last year and they didn't want to give that pick to New York last year. So they tanked at the end. Lucas sat a ton at the end. The tank could be happening again this year. They're not going to, they're not going to win the West. They're not going to, a lot of people think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know that they're going to make the playoffs. I don't remember who it was. I saw someone making their Western conference standing prediction and had Dallas at three and people were commenting like, what do you know about Dallas that I don't? Because like we talked about way at the beginning, they added Grant Williams. And while Grant Williams was a very solid player, yep. I think he was the ninth best player in Boston. And now he's going to be the third best player on a team that's trying to make the playoffs. Although Jaden Hardy, is that his name? Jaden Hardy, yeah. Like that kid could end up balling out. Who's the other Who's the other little, uh, guard on that team? Josh Green. Josh Green. Yeah. Uh, I like both. I like both of them as sleepers. But I just don't. 
I just don't feel like Luca is going to be there in the fantasy playoffs when I need him to be there. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he only has a two-game week, championship week, kind of that like uh, March 18th to 24th, Dallas and Charlotte does. So does that impact how where you might draft him? Yeah, I mean that's a big deal. And I always, I always was in charge of putting that um, spreadsheet together with this, the mm-hmm. games played per week, and we didn't do it at Sportsopia this year. So I haven't even really yeah. looked at that. So that's the first I've heard that he has a two-game week in fantasy championship week. Like, that's big, too. So, yeah, I've hit my limit on Lucas. Um, and I love taking SGA or Halliburton um, right there. I might go with Embiid uh, mm-hmm. at some point if I get the second or third pick. Uh, but I haven't done that yet. Um and I'm going to go ahead and add to the show one of the biggest Tyrese Halliburton fans that there is. You see, you see his face in the bottom thing kind of popped up because he said Tyrese Halliburton fans. He's he perked excited up. To talk about Halliburton. His, his ears perked up like Thor's did when you walked in my house and he, he tried to kill you. My, ch- my Chihuahua did. tried to eat Noah earlier. He was not successful, but Zach, how are you doing? Ah, what's going on, fellas? Good, man. Good to see you. That's good, man. That's, I'm glad you're doing well. We just got done uh, talking about all of our bets, but we'll walk you back through it because I want to get your thoughts on them. But since this one's already up here, Doc picked uh, for who's going to have the highest or best nine cap value this season. We weren't allowed to pick Jokic because we weren't allowed to pick last year's winners. He picked SGA. I went with Joel Embiid. Who do you think is going to get this one? Yeah, it's Embiid for me as well. Uh, I mean, he was so close last season. Uh, and if we're just talking about per-game value uh, with James Harden heading out the door and the Sixers unlikely to get any sort of King's ransom for him, um, I mean, there's there's a clear path forward for Embiid to, you know, even exceed what he did a season ago when he won MVP. So uh, Embiid's the man for me. Doc, right now I think uh, we're sitting at – Three and one, and then one, it's kind of a toss-up for us. That's kind of what we've been going through right that's now. Why they, that's why they play the games, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is all just chatter and BS. I, I, thought, I thought we were going to go Let's ahead and go. get the jersey. It was just based on who we got to. We got to go see <laughs> how many games MB plays, how many games Luca plays. Um we gotta see. We gotta see how this shakes out. I'm not. I'm not sending you a jersey today. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Late April. Is that what the is that what the bet was though? A jersey, yeah. But was it based on what everybody? Agreed no, no, on? I was kidding, Doc. I was. Okay, was I based on the games being played. I thought maybe we were taking a poll, and whoever said <laughs> who yeah. had the better picks wins the jersey. Hell, I, I don't know. I slipped everyone a five before this to kind of roll yes. with my picks. <laughs> and they all went with it. But we're gonna cycle back through. Zach, it'll be on the screen for you so you can see it as well. Who averages more assists per game this year, Trey Young or Tyrese Halliburton? I, I can I know your pick, but yeah, that's my pick. I got Halliburton at I think ten point seven and Trey at ten point one, so it's not a huge difference. I think both will will hit over ten, but it's going to be Halliburton for me, especially after. Uh, Indiana reloaded in the offseason, and Atlanta, sorry guys, stayed pat with their probably, what, 41 and 41 roster again? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, it's a pretty valid point, but, like, what if this could be our year, Zach? 
I mean, Zach, are you saying that finishing in the middle of the road and barely making the playoffs and getting a shitty draft pick is like a bad way to go every year? Is that what you're saying? Look, man, I, I ain't saying it's a great way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems to be kind of the Atlanta sports way. Yes, it does. <laughs> Yes. That's sort of our that's sort of our mo, man. Yeah. We, we're gonna Hawks are just copying the Falcons. That's what it is. Yeah. Five hundred, good average pick, late lottery, not lottery. <laughs> not good people. Zach, you'll like this one, and I think you'll be the only person to actually side with Doc on this. Uh, who's gonna average more points per game this year, Luca or your man Jordan Poole? All right, Doc, we're in this one together, baby. Yes, Jordan Poole. There is your NBA points per game leader right there. 41 points the other night in 27 minutes, three quarters. This man is going to be taking shots, man, and he doesn't care if Denny or anybody else on the bench gives a shit about it. He's letting it fly. Denny Abdesia this year is ball, 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 ball. (laughs) He's never going to get the ball. No, as it should be. Doc did say that Jordan Poole is going to have multiple 70-point games this year. Did I say multiple? He said said 80 and 70. He said some of those Uh, 80 and 70 points. All right. Uh, 80 was a little bit of a reach. But 70 is very well within his range of possibilities. Uh, Doc actually made a side bet here with Glass Mm -hmm. uh, saying that the line that Glass set of 24.2 points for Jordan Poole, Doc took the – over 24.2 24.2 doc took the over glass took the under but if you're saying he's leading the league in points he's probably got average what 32 zach you think that's an easy over man absolutely yeah we'll take the over on 24.2 all so doc may get a jersey back for that one uh yeah i'm with you on pool who do you have second in the in the scoring race Embiid. Where do you have Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards? Where do I have Edwards? Fifth or sixth on that list, I believe. Uh, I think he's going to push up for 27, 28 points per game. He's going to up it even a little bit more. I mean, I think he's I think he's getting ready to blow up the NBA. So, uh, yeah, but I, I, I went with uh, – you know, I didn't Poole have like 39 of those points in the first half the other night? I feel like yeah, he did. Dude, I think he, he had 39 and a half. 29 and a half and then finished the 41. With oh, twenty. he had 29 and a half. But still, like, yeah. yeah. Really, good, really good one there. And he's got nobody to throw it to. Like, Washington's just going to be a free-for-all. Tank City. Just let Jordan Poole do his thing. But that means cheap tickets for Zach, who's going to be going to uh, a few of those games. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. We're looking at tickets for the kids right now, man. Can't wait. Love that. We'll get to see uh, plenty of pool parties there. Uh, regular season record, weren't allowed to pick Milwaukee, so Doc rolled with Boston. I uh, kind of settled on Phoenix, but I think we kind of decided here that Doc made the better pick. Ooh. Ooh, this is a tough one, man. I, I think maybe last year this would have been flipped for me, but – Man, the Eastern Conference is really, really looking good this year. So I got to go with Phoenix here, man. I am wow. loving that big three. Yeah, that's the team that I think is going to go all the way this year. They, I mean, they reloaded that bench. You got Beal, you got KD, you got Booker. I don't know, man. That Phoenix to me looks 
pretty unstoppable out west. So I'll go with them. Sixty plus games. Even with Nurkic as their center, huh? Even with Nurkic, because if Nurkic gets injured, you can go to the real starting center, Drew Eubanks, and really start balling out. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm taking Boston. Thank you. I'm good. Not a bad pick either. (laughs) And then our last one was who's averaging more blocks? Couldn't pick Jaron Jackson. Doc rolled with uh, his favorite second-round pick in Victor Wembanyama, and then I got Walker Kessler, Zach. I know you like both of these guys. I love both of these guys, and I'm starting to warm up to Wemby in the second round. It does not bother me, man. I mean, you're you're catching passes out of bounds and throwing them behind your back to the three-point line. Like, <laughs> this dude is doing things that are – I mean, it's just stupid, man. It, it's ridiculous how well this guy's playing. Um, so, I love Wemby, but, man, he is not going to be averaging more blocks per game than Kessler. He's going to be outside taking shots. He's going to be facilitating – uh, you know, he's going to be taking guys off the dribble. He will be outside the paint, you know, more often than Kessler is. Kessler's going to lead the league in blocks this season. 3.1 per game. Mark it down right now. Nice. Lead the league. That's nice. That'll be uh, – that'll play well for me if she's able to lead the league. Our other hypothesis was that Greg Popovich is just going to shock the world and play Wemby. Would, would you, were you saying 82 games? Then I was saying he might just play him like 20 games at like 12 minutes per game and just kind of, you know, ease him in to basketball and uh, just really throw everybody off. Pop likes keeping people off guard, man. He likes doing – he likes – what? what is it? He likes to uh, – oh, I can't think of the saying. Um, he likes to zig when others zag. When others zag. There you go. So I could see – I could see Pop doing something crazy, either not playing Wimby nearly enough or playing him too much or – you know, just not not doing the thing we all expect him to do, which is rest him once a week. Well, man, he's already given us points, Sohan. So I, I mean, yeah, what else is what else is coming down the pipe here? So Trey Jones is worthless now. Is that correct? Correct. Like I'd still say he's probably a top one twenty player, but he was top one hundred before that, but. Wouldn't say totally worthless, man. Still say he's worth rostering. Oh, he's not worthless as a human being. I mean, he's Doc, like, I'm not <laughs> he's a person. No. He has wow. No. Uh, I mean, I'm off Trey Jones. So I was. I I had Trey and Tyus Jones fairly close, and now I would much rather have Tyus on Zach's absolutely Washington Wizards. That's Zach's right, and no. Like you said, man, he is not worthless as a human being. I heard he treats his mother very well, but he is not worth rostering in a 12-team league, in my opinion. There's other guys with more upside. Gotcha. Well, there you have it. Um, Yeah, Point Sohan is interesting. And I tell you what, everybody thinks the Spurs are going to be terrible this year. I'm not certain that they're going to be terrible. I think they'll be a little bit competitive, um, but probably – kind of in that we're going to look like we're playing basketball really hard for the first 20 games and then the rest of the season kind of not play anybody and get a really good lottery pick. But 20 games are going to be like, huh, maybe this team's actually uh, pretty good. And that's when the tickets go up for Zach. So, Zach, you got to get them early before everybody realizes and, and bump the ticket prices up. That's the plan, brother. Awesome. That's uh, that's all I got. We really didn't get many questions. There's no reason to go through any sort of Q and A here. But I guess uh, 
for this episode. Thank you to uh, Zach, Zach Glass, joining me and Doc for this one. Yeah, um, Sword. Oh yeah, Sword's Sword appearance, and obviously Brian at the beginning as well. Yeah. Brian, um, I'd like to thank our our sponsors, Underdog, yeah. a Chasta Golf Club, the Glass Blowing Shop, <laughs> and Delonga. Bernard's. Uh, Chuck Zingo's House of Sins, Chuck Zato's Metal Barn yes. of Wood Carving. They are nice. Zach, anybody you'd like to uh, thank for sponsoring or not kind of sort of sponsoring this episode? Uh, oh, man, you're catching me off guard. I didn't have anything prepared. Zach, you're always uh, quick-witted with the responses. I just figured you'd have three just ready to roll. No, man, I wish I did. I, I mean, I'd like to thank mom and dad and uh, and God for this opportunity, um, for having okay. me here today on the Tank Me Later podcast. Can you thank uh, Coach Prime? That's right. Yeah, thank Coach Prime, absolutely. Uh, Those are some pretty good sponsors Bob. that you mentioned, Zach. Yeah. So mom we'll, we'll leave it at that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say they're pretty, uh, they're pretty invested in yeah. life. I would say that. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll just uh, call it on that one. Uh, Doc, this was a fun day with Dr. Ray. Maybe uh, can make this an annual thing and maybe make it a little bit bigger next year, a yeah. little bit less last minute. Because uh, I know I just texted you about this like a week ago, but we'll, uh, we'll call it. That'll do it for this episode of the Tank Me Later podcast's uh, Day with Dr. Ray. See ya. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.